Hi, everyone. You know, happy whatever day of the week it is. Hi. Hello, hello. So welcome back to another episode of Two Girls. And a few thoughts. I am so excited to announce that we have with us here today, drumroll please, Right? He is joining our conversation today about feminism. I mean, we're obviously two straight women. Um, So we thought, huh, wouldn't it be interesting to get the perspective of a straight male? Hmm. Now, why did you think sexuality was important as you described who we are? That is such a great question. Hmm. To give the audience insight as to where we might be coming from? Hmm. Interesting. I don't know how relevant it is, but I'll go with it. Is it not relevant? I don't know, but I, I, I didn't thought of it. And I'm like, I do think that his perspective of a straight male, he is obviously going to have a different perspective. As a heterosexual woman, I'm going to have a different relationship to it. And so, yeah, I, I thought about it. All right, cool. You know, or maybe, you know, if you don't want to think about the shaded perspective... Just forget everything I said. Okay, that works too. <laughs> like, just go at it with an open ear. Yes. Yeah. So let's get into it. You went to brunch yesterday. Yeah. And you were chatting it up with the gals. Chatting up with the gals. And Monique was talking about how she's, like, not a feminist. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. Because, like, I've generally thought of her as a feminist Mm -hmm. but i also recognize that she has some pretty i want to say pretty traditional but in terms of like relationships and how they function she is certainly someone who believes in gender roles and i have always kind of like wondered like where do those things like meet or collide can you be a feminist and also be someone who's into traditional gender roles or do you kind of like have to like pick a side Mm -hmm. So anyway, as the conversation evolved, I was like, this is really interesting, especially being like millennial women. I'm like thinking about how do we all think of ourselves in this space? Mm -hmm. Like you would maybe tend to think someone would be more leaning on the feminist side as opposed to not. So the the conversation was just interesting because it spurred like a bunch of, you know, questions and all this other stuff. And so the question therein was, am I a feminist? Um, And it was myself, Monique and Elise, and we were all like chiming in about how we felt about that question. I mean, I guess the things that I find interesting is that there is this assumption that because you're a woman, then you must be a feminist, Mm -hmm. right? So then that completely excludes guys like it excludes all males because then we assume that only women can then be feminist right Mm. but then women just like black people or any other category of people we're not a monolith so you the expectation that we all have the same ideas and the same viewpoints is a farce right Mm. so when i think of myself i don't regard myself as a feminist because I have problems with the use of the word equality in the definition of feminism because I don't believe equality exists. Ooh. Which I previously talked about the words that don't exist in the world and equality <laughs> happens to be one of them. Okay. So I, I'm actually super interested to hear what Xavier has to say as a male around 
feminism and do you regard yourself as a feminist do you not and what is your thought process when you hear that great question um so i think that you know all these different movements have a place that is correct if you stand for something then you should you should definitely advocate for it or um be a leader in that regard Mm -hmm. um when it comes to feminism and womanism like i said i'm all for it um can you run me the last your last your second part to the question again so what's your impression of it so you do you regard yourself as a feminist i wouldn't say i'm a feminist no do i have an issue with feminism no either um but i do believe in i guess picking battles that you think are relevant to you Mm. so if feminism is something that is important to you then go for it Mm -hmm. personally that's not my fight um so that's not something that i would be looking to take up it's also something that i would not be trying to cause a hindrance to either Mm. so you wouldn't get in the way of women fighting for equality in quotation marks no okay so this is where my issue is. Like my issue truly is that there is a thought process that equality can actually exist. And I don't believe that. And this is where I come at it more from the perspective of womanism, which more speaks to what women bring to the table innately. Like right. from a biological, social, environmental perspective. Standpoint. Like we have a certain essence that we bring to every situation. And I think that that gives us a different level of contribution that we bring in and of course men in the same way they bring a number of different traits to the table right that we also have to acknowledge and we also have to appreciate and Mm -hmm. those things are not equal to that of women Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but we should appreciate those things because they mean something different they might be equal in value but they're not equal in all situations and Mm -hmm. that's where i feel like the issue with equality is where I find the most trouble. Yeah. Well, when I first started thinking about like feminism, what it means for me, and just like the essence of the movement, I think the essence of the movement is a response to patriarchy, right? Like we get where it starts. And I think the intention of it is making sure that women's contributions to society are seen, heard, valued. Yes. Um, I also think that with that, like I think everyone's contributions, they're not the same but they're valuable. And I don't think that they have to be the same in order to be perceived as valuable. Like to echo your point, like I do think that men bring something unique to the table. And I think that women bring something unique to the table. And I don't think that we need to be in constant competition Mm -hmm. or constantly in a place of friction when we think about how we can both coexist in spaces. However, I do understand that on a more social level, on a bigger societal level, I should say, Everyone is not thinking about this in the same way. So again, it's like, I really understand the intention of the movement, but I think sometimes in the messaging, or I don't know if it's in the messaging or not, but the idea of sameness Uh is like, we have to be the same in order to be equal, or we have to be the same in order to have um, you know, respective equity. And I'm just like the same aspect of the conversation is where i find pause 
But, you know, what you said about equity, I think, is where people normally have an issue. Like, when we talk about feminism, racism, sexism, etc. Mm. Like, the idea of equity is to help you to get on par. Uh-huh. Like, how do we make this fair? Yeah. And if you think about feminism and you think about the decades and decades of time where women were unequal to or did not have access to all of these things... Now in 2021, when you think about how do I get you on par, it might mean that I need to make additional resources available to you in order to get you on par. I might need to make additional services available to you in order to get you there. But, and I'm going to ask David again, defer to you as the male perspective. Uh (laughs) As a male, does that feel fair as you try to level up women to get to on par or equitable? I think it's fear because, you know, as it stands, the playing ground is not fear, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which means to get to some sort of um, balance on the playing ground, it might take more effort on the part, on behalf of the women. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it's definitely fear. And if you share like a, a different perspective to that, I think that is contributing to the oppression Mm. that exists currently. Yeah. So that in seeking equity, that men don't then feel oppressed, right? Right. Some of them, you would hope that they don't, but some men do, actually. But then what do you do with that, right? What do you, do we need to explain how equity needs to work? Do we... Like, what do we do? Or do we just ignore the men in this situation? Because we're talking about <laughs> feminism. Do we just say, suck it up, this is what life is? I mean, but that's what women kind of had to do over these past decades, right? They just mm-hmm. had to suck it up Decades, and deal with centuries. It. Yeah. Right. Who's counting? Who's counting? <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, women just kind of had to deal with whatever was put on their plate. Mm-hmm. So I think if there's a situation now where you just look at it entirely from a woman's perspective and you do what needs to be done to get them to where they need to be, Mm -hmm. then the contribution or the misfortunes of the man is irrelevant, I think. Okay. You know, as you say that, you know what it brings me to, and this might be uh, a thought in tangent, is Mm. does feminism have a place in traditional gender roles like is there intersectionality there i'm really thinking about that does feminism have a place in traditional gender roles i mean my gut reaction is yes mm-hmm. like again if the entire goal and intention of feminism is to ensure that women and women's contributions are being valued and feeling seen now that's womanism yeah but also i mean they're like kind of cousins no like they're like not unrelated like feminism and womanism they have there are some parallels or there are some intersections but like it's not like if you're a feminist you're saying let me let me backtrack of course, I think about feminism on a spectrum. Mm-hmm. So I think that there are the folks who are going to be super liberal in their perspective of it, who are going to be more moderate, and folks who are going to be more conservative. Mm-hmm. Thinking about it from that perspective, I think then there's space that one can have 
values that speak to either the ideas about feminism or speak to womanism, meaning they want to an advocate on behalf of the rights of women. Mm-hmm. And I think they can also be people who have no issue with certain traditions. Like, for instance, if I think about this example with Monique, it's like totally pro-woman, totally understands that women are exceptional, women are powerful, women have so much to bring into the table, etc., etc. The list goes on and on. But in her relationship, she is completely okay with having gender roles and actually prefers it that way. Yeah. Like for her, that is the most effective way to run her household. Mm-hmm. When I think about my own relationship, like I'm very capable, I'm independent, et cetera, et cetera. However, I do want my partner to pull their own weight. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm like, and I don't, it's like there are certain things that I'm going to probably do better. There are certain things that he's going to do better. Can mm-hmm. we have space in this interaction, in this relationship where... I'm doing the things that I do really well and you acknowledge them and you value them and vice versa. But would a feminist say that uh, these gender roles fly in the face of what they stand for? Because they talk about equality, which means I make as much money as you make. We're equal. Mm -hmm. You do exactly the same things that I do. I do exactly what you do. We're now equal. Mm -hmm. I take care of the children the same amount of time that you take care of the children. Mm -hmm. We are equal, but... 50-50. We are 50-50. We are the same, right? At least that is my understanding. General says, I am the woman, so I rear the children. I take care of the home. I clean the home. I cook. Mm -hmm. I take care of the home. You go outside. You bring home the bacon. Mm Mm-hmm. And that is our role. You make the decisions for the household. You are the head of the household. And I am submissive in the home. Yeah. I'm still reflecting on that. I mean, Mm -hmm. you're talking very literally, right? And obviously the literal definition of feminism, what it is, gender roles, and the two things as far as feminists are concerned are at opposite end of, of the spectrum. So this is yes. my own adapted definition and perspective, right? Like mm-hmm. for me, I feel like there is space for the two to exist. So then Maybe then it's aspirational. Asked, are you a feminist? Mostly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like mostly. So like thing. I'm like not on the end of the spectrum where I'm like do I need to go fight the war? Like no. Like I don't want to. Personally, for me. But I do understand that there are other women who would want to. Mm-hmm. But you know, like I like I often say and this is obviously going to be a bit controversial, but situational sexism, like, I am in support of that. Like, So you're also in support of situational feminism. Sure, yeah, I guess I would have to say that for my own self-congruency. But if, yes. if we're on the ship and it's sinking, please let me leave first because yes. of my ability to create people. Absolutely. I want to get off the boat first. So I'm going to be the first to tell you, <laughs> you are not a feminist. <laughs> that is what we have learned. Maybe I'm on the lower end of the scale. No, you are not a feminist. She's an ad- advocate, not an activist. There you go. Just like Xavier. He is an advocate and not an activist. 
He will support. He will not get in the way. He is not a feminist. You are not a fem- feminist, my friend. It's over. But I do have another question. I don't want to leave. I like it there. <laughs> I just... You just have feminist values. I do have a lot of feminist values that I feel very aligned with. I'm, I'm, I'm totally in support of pay equality. I'm totally in support of women's right to have full agency over their bodies. You're just not going to assemble the table in the dining room. I just, yeah, no, right? <laughs> no. Because that's a man's I, like, job. Don't, like, it's not that it's a man's job, but in this particular situation, I'm not great at it. Like, building is not my jam. I will be the first to tell you. I'm not mowing no lawns. (laughs) I'm not putting up the TV on the wall. I'm not doing none of that. There's absolutely a man somewhere who's going to do that. I will happily cook. I will happily clean. I will do the laundry or pay someone to do it. I will make sure that it's done. Final answer. Make sure that it is done. Right? It is my responsibility. Right. But absolutely not, I'm not mowing nobody's lawn. So I, I want to just flag two things here. You just said it's your responsibility. Yes. Is that reflecting your personal view? Obviously, it's your personal view. But absolutely. this is how you operate in your relationship. This is how I op- operate. For you, this is, the, this is the bit of the work that you want to do. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I want to do this work and I believe it to be my responsibility mm-hmm. because I'm a submissive woman in my relationship. Right. My boyfriend is very African. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Very African. For sure. He absolutely works and yep. works very hard. Yes. And he takes care of all the things. Yeah. That men take care of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I take care of the things that women take care of. Yes. Those are our roles. Mm-hmm. So I operate very happily in those roles. Right. And honestly, if it did not operate that way, I'd be like, oh my God, are you the submissive one and I'm the dominant one? Because if you are, <laughs> then we can't do this. Not for you. It doesn't not work for out. me. So, Zaves, what do you think? Does, does this conversation include the patriarchy, or is that for a separate episode? Oh, we can certainly yeah. talk about. Oh the my God, the patriarchy! We can talk about the patriarchy we're, we're, for days. We're though. kind of diving in, in it a little bit. And yeah, I don't want to get too carried away. I certainly don't. Well, I, can I just say when I think about your um, the last thing that you just said about you know your relationship and. That's your responsibility. You happily do it. All of that is well and good. It, rem- it takes me back to my previous um, intro or non-intro, depending on how you want to perceive it, with me talking about, you know, Xavier being a straight male. I am a straight woman. You are a straight woman as well. There is some space in this, right? Like we're, that is something that colors our perspective in this. Mm-hmm. Like if, you, if I was a lesbian then how would we do this gender roles thing? So if I was a a gay male, like how would we do this gender roles thing? Well, I think it's a shame that we don't have someone that can represent sexuality. But in my experience Uh with folks that identify as homosexuals, there is some semblance of heteronorms that they operate within. For sure. Right? Because we know that that is the dominant way that gender roles work. So oftentimes you'll see in homosexual relationships that they kind of mimic 
what those gender roles would normally look like. Mm -hmm. But obviously it's two males that one takes on the the submissive role, the other one takes on the dominant roles. Mm -hmm. I actually don't very, I don't know very much about lesbian relationships or the rest of the LGBTQ plus IA community. Um, Good job. Good recall. I think so. LGBTQ plus IA. You added plus. I usually say LGBTQIA. I feel like the plus means something, and I don't want to leave anyone out. You know, I want to be inclusive. I've never heard the plus. Have you heard the plus? I have not heard. The plus. Yeah, LGBTQIA. I thought I'm, I'm not, not gonna go too far in the weeds with this. Yes. Right. So everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone. Yeah. Yes. So you know, I have a gay best friend, and I do get to see some of those relationships, which is really cool. And mm-hmm. I do see some of those heteronormative rules kind of coming to play there, which I yeah. think is very interesting. And we always talk about those things. Yeah. Um, so it does still exist in those relationships. Yeah. I mean, I guess it all it exists in many of these iterations or many of these versions of relationships, mm-hmm. uh, which is interesting because so many people are fighting to like break away from these sort of things. I, I mean, if we were to take away... I don't know if we were to just for a moment take away the patriarchy take away feminism take away all this other stuff and just think about the idea of like roles and purpose and what people bring to the table roles have gotten like a really like dirty meaning and a very Mm -hmm. negative connotation yeah but there is something to be said about just the function of it right like if we think about where we work like there are things that I do. There are things that a manager does. There are things that the CEO, the CFO, like roles have a place. Absolutely. Like roles give structure. Yeah. I think <laughs> where any of the pushback with roles comes in, it's when we become a slave to our roles. When we think that it's like, okay, like let's say for instance in your relationship, you're not able to cook or you're not able to clean. Will your boyfriend do it? It's like, if you can't, is it okay for him to pick up where you are not able to? I think certainly. And I think people understand that. Most people. Most people understand that if I can't cook for whatever reason, yeah, um, then somebody else has to pick up the stock because somebody got to eat, right? Certainly. Like we, we have to eat at some point or we have to have clean clothes at some point. <laughs> so someone has to pick up the slack. Um, and I agree that the structure is important. Yeah. I think what happens is that we get so caught up on this word equality that we decide let's throw out all of the roles Yeah, and everybody's just going to do everything. And then you, what you have is pure anarchy. Right. Because nobody knows what anybody's supposed to be doing and nothing (laughs) is done. (laughs) Nothing is done. No one knows what's happening. What day is it? What are we doing? What is happening? I think if, um... I think part of the problem too is, you know, there's a thing that exists what we call unspoken rules. Mm. Sure. Right? So now I think because these roles mm. are unspoken, mm-hmm. they're like mm-hmm. passed down through generation. Yeah. And within relationships, if you don't have a conversation about what your role is, yes. what my role is, right, and everything becomes muddled and yes. then that's where the conflict starts. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. I so absolutely agree. What works for you? Like, you're a young man in a relationship, committed relationship. When you guys have these type of conversations, like, 
I mean, it's, it's, I think it basically comes down to communication. Yeah. Right? So if, <clears throat> I mean, I also think that along the, the journey of being in a relationship, you learn things about your partner, you learn their right. strengths, their weaknesses. Yes. And then ultimately you should try to pick up on their weakness. Yeah. Mm. So whatever their weakness is, I mean, one would hope that it's not also your weakness. <laughs> and so <laughs> one would hope. <laughs> and so that you all don't share the same weakness, but then at the same time, you just, it's, it's like a balancing act. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> Balance is everything. Like literally, literally everything. So you mentioned the patriarchy before, right? Mm-hmm. Did you have any thoughts about the patriarchy? Said male in the room. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there is what I find ironic about the conversation of the patriarchy uh-huh. and the breaking down of the patriarchy is that as much as women advocate for the removal or the <clears throat> the breaking down of the patriarchy, you guys still subscribe to a lot of patriarchal um, concepts. Mm-hmm. Patriarchal concepts. Do you have a working example? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like... we we were talking about roles, right? Right. <clears throat> so if we keep it within the realm of that conversation, yeah. Um, if you go back, however many years you need to, where you know the man is the breadwinner, the woman comes home, the woman is home taking care of the household, that is rooted in patriarchy. Yes. So if we're, if you're a woman that believes in that. And you believe that you're the one that takes care of the home and what's not. You're buying into the patriarchy in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. And I, I do think to some degree. I think what we're talking about now in 2021 is, yes, the patriarchal ideas and some of the norms. We want to continue. We want the men to continue to be the head of the household. But traditional patriarchy says that men completely exclude the women in a very handmaid's tale-esque sort oh god of way. <laughs> where the men run everything mm-hmm. they make all of the decisions mm-hmm. and women are largely excluded from all of those decisions mm-hmm. which when you think about feminism like feminism wants us to have a some voice. agency yes right and what we're saying is yes we love some of the things about patriarchy Really cool. <laughs> yeah, really Super cool. Some of the things. But we would like to have some input in what is happening in government, what's happening in our society. For sure. What's happening in our own lives. Yeah. You know? So we don't want it to go so far into the other extreme where we're literally in the fucking animated tale. tale dystopian society. Right. We're not trying to do that. So we don't want 0% patriarchy. We just want like. 20%. Maybe like 20, 30%. Oh, I was like oh, 20. Okay. Like still mow the lawn. You know? <laughs> like that's very important. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Oh, I girl. mean, when I think about the patriarchy, it's like, again, balance is everything. Moderation is everything for me too. And the patriarchy just got out of control for yeah. all of the reasons that you previously described. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I guess the best, I was waiting to see what example Xavier was going to say, because I think the best example of the patriarchal thing that we like as a society is marriage. Mm. And it's like, it's always one of those things where it's like the biggest 
form of the patriarchy that we can think. You have to get your husband's name or you have to whomever. There is somebody's name that you have to get and your identity then is transposed elsewhere. Whatever you want to say. If you hyphenate, you still have it. But there is definitely... You don't you well you go away, but when we think about the intention of marriage, like the beginning of it, it's always been man and woman. Obviously, we then fought for equal rights for people who are not just heterosexual, but also for gay couples, etc. Um, but again, this is it's like the ultimate system of the patriarchy. And in my mind, like when we think about where does this fit in in this feminism conversation, if you are someone who is a staunch feminist, does it say anything that you also are so, <laughs> no pun intended, wed to the idea of marriage? Like if it says a lot. It, it says, says a ton. You are absolutely incongruent because how am I a feminist? And I talk about. I need this equality and I need to be able to fight for my rights. But I also believe in this patriarchal type of marriage. However, Uh I do have some issues with patriarchal marriages or the remnants of patriarchy when it comes to marriage. Okay. Because I don't think that it is still that system. I think, yes, it came from patriarchy. But in today's age, I don't have to take my husband's last name. Sure. I can keep my name. My husband can take. My name? Not you, though, but other people. Not me. <laughs> like, other folks. Other people. Yes. I'm just saying that it's, it is The options. Option. Like, we no longer have to do that. Yeah, but then you're looked at as strange or outside of the norm. Well, who cares about that? I mean... Uh... Some people care about optics. Some people do care about optics. We do live in America. It's a very vain society. Like, Mm. optics are a thing. I mean, I think that with this entire movement (laughs) of modern minds, like, people are trying to not get so bogged down by how things look and how they appear, but people do. Like, even if you were to think about, like, and this is just a very, maybe superficial example, a very surface example. But if you are, you know, posting a family picture on, you know, the Instagram and everywhere else, can you be, you know, the, what is a good last name that's like very common? The Smiths. Can you be the Smiths if I'm hyphenated? Like, can we, like, can we be, so what would we be? Like the, what? When will the hyphenation stop? (laughs) <laughs> because imagine you, imagine you get a daughter Dang. who has your hyphenated. hyphenated name. Yes, she gets married, hyphenates that name, has Ay-yay-yay. a daughter, and then it just it's Keeps a never-ending cycle, and then you end up and you have like it's like, like six surnames. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. So I guess here's my thought, and this might be super idealistic, right? So let's say my name is Smith, my husband's last name is Robinson. I'm a feminist, and I'm like, listen. It's like the best name you could ever think of. We need to be equals. I actually don't like your Robinson last name. It's too long. Too many people got it. I need you to take Smith. <laughs> My husband goes, you know, I can be submissive today. I'm going to do it. Whatever. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Then that means he drops his Robinson, and he takes my Smith. Mm-hmm. And now our family name is Smith. Mm-hmm. 
Nobody's hyphenated. Family's good for generations. Okay. So no hyphenated issue. No hyphenated they issue. Just took in, my, my name. in that scenario. So like, what if it's a scenario? Because this has happened, right? Where, like, you, I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly what she did. Zoe Saldana. Mm-hmm. Remember we were talking about this, and it's like her husband took her name. Like they did a thing where like the husband took her name. Does anyone remember this? I don't no. know, but I have a question. Yeah, the, the the <laughs> husband took her name, and I think she might have. I like as you go on, I'm gonna I'm gonna see. I don't really remember this. Do you, you don't equate, remember this? Or do you think that these two scenarios hold the same weight? Because you seem to be in favor or not. You don't mind if men take the women's last name as long as it's not me i'm just saying that right and you already yes. stated your um your personal um preference okay, <laughs> but generally speaking you don't really have an issue sure. if men were to take the woman's name yeah do we think that that's a similar concept with women proposing oh lord wait oh this is interesting this I, is super I interesting like this. so here's my thing oh, you know i Women don't need to be proposing to nobody. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I saw this thing on Instagram. No, pregnant the pregnant. Pre- I heard about it. Oh, the worst. For me, we would have been done because the fact you got me on my knees, <laughs> pregnant, proposing to you, we got a problem. We actually have a problem. That's not happening. Wait, it was like. But do we think that both are in the same realm? No, I don't think so. But they would have to be, no? Because they're the flip. Because now you're taking this concept from within the patriarchy and you're flipping it on its head entirely. Yeah. Mm. So you're saying why not flip the whole thing from the proposal? I'm just saying, like, um, why is one considered okay? and why the other one, one you know, not so much? We could live with this, and the other one is like, whoa, not happening. You know, type and of you know, part. you're absolutely right. I am super incongruent here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I <laughs> digest that like, a second. Yeah, I gotta think about this. Yeah. I'm just not giving you a diamond. Like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> not happening. <laughs> I just, I just want to say. I just want to say something. So Zoe Saldana, just to correct what I was saying, mm-hmm. when they got married, her husband did take her last name. Mm-hmm. Right, like that is, and you know. Not many women have done this, but it was like, this is really cool. This is really awesome. So that's great, right? Yeah. Um, I, I just, like, personally, it's not a choice that I would want to make. But I've always been, like, one of those women where I've wanted to hyphenate because, like, I'm my parents' only daughter. So, like, I want to hyphenate. But then I'm like, well, now that the last name would match well with my name, like, I wouldn't mind. (laughs) But if it's not going to be like a cool name situation happening, then do I really want yours? Like, not to be funny or anything. Your parents have a son. So there's no need for you to actually keep your name. Your son will, their son will carry on the name. But why I can't carry on the name, though? Because it's would... pointless. But I also really like my name. Okay, fine. Yeah. So <laughs> you're keeping the name for you. That's not what for your it parents. Would... So right. why are you getting retired press involved about your parents' only daughter? It has nothing to do with them. It's. I want to keep... You know what? Yes. I want to keep my name because I really like my name. And in addition to 
That is my other answer. Yes. Yes. Morton from Hong Valley. Right. Yes. Good job. So <laughs> in in terms of this whole, am I proposing to a man situation, right? Assuming, because again, we're all, we all have on our little hetero frames. Yeah. So in that situation, like I'm not doing that. You are absolutely not doing I'm that. absolutely not. The man that I date, he would not be into it. But if you have a person that you're into where you guys are into the flipping of the all of the things nah. and you guys want to do it, rock out. But Listen, every ladies well, don't do it. We're breaking down gender roles, no? Oh my god, the fight that's, continues. That's, that's what yeah, we're doing, we're right? Do that. <laughs> I do want to posture this, right? Because when you are getting married and you're going through the name change process. You really can pick whatever name you want. It doesn't have to be my name or your name. It could be Brown. It could be Smith. It could be Campbell. It could be Robinson. It's whatever name you want. So Where you this from? I'm no, not, no. I think absolutely. she's talking about the general name change. Which is what happens when you get married. Right. You are doing a name change. So, so you can change it to whatever you want. It's a fact. No, no, no. I really, I just want to follow here. So you're saying if I, so I'm getting married, right? Like, let's just say hypothetically, I'm getting married. I don't necessarily need to accept my spouse's last name. Yeah. I could just do anything that's available. Does that make sense to you, guy? (laughs) Considering the fact that you literally are marrying uh, the other, there is a whole marriage certificate, you know, like, remember there's an actual certificate. So and so person and this so and so person. Yes. So you not telling me that so and so person and so and so other person they get married, but I'm gonna pick Joe Schmo's last name if yes. I wanted to. You can, ladies and gentlemen, do not take this piece of advice. We are I not sure that it has been verified. This has not been blue check verified. Listen, so that this has not been blue check verified. Explain to me then. Okay. How then, if you're getting divorced? That you can just decide you're going to keep this random man's last name. Random man? Yes. You can just decide, listen, it's too much work for me to change my passport. It's very expensive. Yeah, so I'm just going to keep my ex's last name because I like it. And it's easier. Well, this is a great conversation about identity, right? Like, if you are someone where you've now been married for like 20, 30 years, is it not my name? It ain't your name. Suppose you haven't been married that long. You got that name when you got married. Now but you're divorced. I do want you to answer the first question, though. Is it my name? I've had the name for however long. It's 10 years, 5 years. Mm-hmm. I done your name. Pay me money. I get me marriage license. I done gone in front of the wedding and all of the people. And so and so and so and so. It's your name if you want it to be, I guess. Yes, because the law says you can take whatever name you want. <laughs> you really got to have to put in the line this? Yes, you can literally change your name to whatever you want. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm not making this up. You've been making up things sometimes. I random information. I mean, I don't know if it applies in the marriage scenario. I but don't know it, if it applies to the marriage scenario. Why would the marriage um, scenario be different? Yeah, that's what I'm also asking myself. Why, <laughs> <laughs> We would literally have to like stick a pin on this and like literally get back to this at another point because I am not certain that I believe what you're saying. I do not know if I believe yeah, what you're saying. Tomorrow I could go down and change my name to Will Smith. Absolutely. 
no probable cause, no relation. I just want to be Will Smith for the rest of my life. Doesn't everybody want to be Will Smith though? And look He's at so this. Rich. It only costs twenty nine ninety five. <laughs> <laughs> wow! You could go buy you a new name That's right crazy. now, immediately. Change bucks. your name for reasons such as personal choice, marriage, divorce, renaming a child. Twenty nine ninety five. You do it online. Do it yourself. So then it's like, why? Why is it such a? Why is this a big deal? Why is it such a big deal? Who it has nothing change? to do with patriarchy. <laughs> Who knew changing your name was a DIY? <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? That's crazy. That is totally crazy. Wow. Well, guys, this has been quite a spirited conversation. I mean, I had like some other thoughts and questions about things, you know, the Me Too movement, things like that, that I don't think we have enough time in this episode to cover. We will need a whole other episode for that. Maybe we'll invite Xavier back. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll get more people. So great to have you. Right? It was good to be here. Oh, nice. We're glad that you enjoyed it. This was so good. So good. Right? Thanks, you... Thank you for tuning in. Um, thanks for listening. Hope you tune in soon. And we're out. Bye. Bye.